I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Apple is being told to tear down its pearly gates. And I get to laugh. Pearly gates made out of money. Money gates. <clears throat> money gates. They just have piles of money so high that you can't climb over them. That's probably true, actually. Yeah. If they did pile their money in. Into... And underneath the money, the piles of money, there's a foundation of dead children. Killed in the late in the factories. The Foxconn factories or whatever. Whoever's their their people are now that they're exploiting? Yes. Anyways, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like Like, what those evil apples are up to. Those Granny Smiths. You alright? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Sniffles? I randomly decided to blow my nose while I went to the bathroom a couple minutes ago, and And now my nose is like... Yo, you want me to run, bro? I got you. <laughs> Don't worry, fam. I'm here for you. Uh, and then I was just also deep in thought about. And I wonder if the apple for apple is like you know the not the apple of knowledge, the forbidden fruit. Yes. Ah, and it's got the that would be a it. very interesting. Yeah. It explained a lot. Uh, it really would actually. <laughs> uh, Steve Jobs is really fucking Satan. Well, you know, when you put it like that. Just saying. Like, just saying. Just just having a conversation, man. Just working things out. Yeah, yeah. But when you really think about it. When you really think about it. Switch Sports Golf is a great time. (laughs) It was. It's. The sports games in particular pissed me off because, like, obviously I hate Nintendo. That's true. But then when you play the sports games, you know, you play them like, oh, I'm going to play golf with friends real quick. You can't help but enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's and always it's like, good... fuck, they got something good here. Yeah, it's just always the fun party time. Yeah. Where if you if you remove Nintendo, Matt would be happy. Yeah. And it's like just, it's it's simple enough to where you can pick it up and learn in two seconds. But there's enough bullshit, bullshit to like, <laughs> you, you don't know what's going to happen. I think I rib shotted five putts in a row. Yep. Five in a row, yep. And then I, Matt, I uh, Matt had the best putt. I had the, the I had the well that and but I also had the multiple water hazards in a row. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. So. And then you still I mean you still finish it on the best Nintendo. Putt of the night. They they give it. They take it. 
<laughs> Jeddo giveth, and they taketh away. Yeah. I have some things I could giveth you. New release video games? You bet your ass that's what they are. Number one, Two Point Campus Space Academy DLC. And then after that, you can get, like, a Kerbal Space, space Program. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Two. Uh, number two, Wavetail for the PC, PlayStation, and Switch. But it'll be about surfing. And the Xbox. Number three, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number four, GTA Online Los Santos Drug Wars. What was happening all the whole time before Drug Wars? More Drug Wars. Okay. These ones are druggier. <laughs> Number five, High on Life for PC and Xbox. And guess what, Matt? What else is that on? It's on Game Pass. You bet your ass it's on Game Pass. You know what? There's I some can... more stuff on Game Pass that's in this uh, podcast. You want to know what else I could get on? You know what else I could get? Game Pass four. One doll hair, dude. Believe it or not, one hundred pennies. One hundred pennies would get me High on Life and umpteen. <laughs> Many more games. That's true. There's a lot more on there. Hot Nest, Hot Wheels is on there. Yeah, that alone. Boom! Right there. Two amazing Lego games. Star Wars Skywalker Saga is on there. Infinite amount of time that game will take up for one dollar. You get a co-op buddy, and you're like, dude, let's play some Lego Star Wars. You're gonna be there forever. Yeah, literally. You could dump two hundred hours in that game. Easy. Won't be done. Easy. Number seven, Lil Gator game for the PC and Switch. Number eight, The Witcher 3, all these years later. Wait a second. I was going to say, wait a second. The uh, the up-res port. A lot of people are jazzed about that. A lot of people are. Number nine, Aka for the Switch, or AKA the Switch. Uh, number 10, The Crack Pet Show for the PC and Switch. I originally, like, that registered in my brain as the Crock-Pot Show, oh, and I was like, Okay, we got a game about crockpots. I I triple took before I started speaking what that was because yeah. I almost said crockpot. Yeah. Number eleven, the block for the PC. Number twelve, the fantastic kitty roo for the PC. And number thirteen, panda punch for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And there's two ways I want that game to turn out, Matt. I haven't looked at it, mm-hmm. and somebody will get angry with me. But you know what? How I want that game to turn out. There's one of two ways. Okay. Which is the first one? I don't know, skadoosh? No. <laughs> you either pu- you punch a panda. Okay. It's like Mike Tyson's punch out, except you just <laughs> you punch, punch pandas. pandas. Okay. Or panda punch, you're a panda. And you're punching things. Punching out everybody else. Yeah. That's And then you know, you just get them and you gnaw on them, you just because you got little teeth. Uh, I'm going to guess it's a uh, story about small children who want to make the ultimate lemonade stand, and they hear about this thing called Panda Punch. They're like, well, let's sell Panda Punch. Unknown to them, the cartel. (laughs) Exactly. And then it's just a whole adventure where they're trying to get Panda Punch. And, uh, you know. Trying to get Panda Punch or trying to distribute Panda Punch? Get the Panda Punch. Or maybe both. Maybe half the game's getting the Panda Punch, the other half is trying to distribute the Panda Punch. In, on their turf yeah, yeah, and keep they, all the other people out of their turf. They, they come across a stash of Panda Punch not knowing, and they're like, yeah. oh, we could just use this for our lemonade, and it's a like really good lemonade. Yeah. And everybody wants to keep buying it. They don't understand why, mm-hmm. and then the gang shows up. Exactly. And then Arnold's like, get them a chopper. 
No, they're after my <laughs> panda punch. <laughs> uh, it's a step away from, obviously, Tortilla Boy. Yes. But it's a step away from the South Park episode when Butters is a pimp and doesn't understand why. <laughs> World's colliding. <laughs> it's like, nah, you're all my bitches. And it's like, Butters, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> He's at the giant like pimp convention. They're like, how old? How long have you been pimp? He's like, ah, about 10 days. Oh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, what are you feeling t- this week? Odds or evens? Evens. Evens. All right. That makes me the odd one. And ugh, more Microsoft and Sony drama to kick things off. And if I wanted to read this, I I wanted to I wanted to read the one that brings me joy, Matt. Okay. All right. Is that an odd? Yes, no, it is. Even. Number two. Oh, what's two? Oh. I thought you were talking about the medicine. Nope. No, we'll get there. Okay. All right. Little uh little foreshadowing. There we go. Um Microsoft has offered Sony the right to include Call of Duty within its PS Plus subscription service, according to Bloomberg. This is in addition to the deal that would generate generate that would guarantee Call of Duty comes to PlayStation, Nintendo, and Steam platforms for at least the next 10 years. One of the concerns from regulators around this deal is the impact subscriptions and streaming may have on the future of gaming, and whether Call of Duty in particular would give Microsoft an unassailable advantage over its competitors in these areas. So there you go, a little update on the whole, like, you know, offering Sony 10 years. They also offered to put it on PS Plus. Kind of crazy. Kind of shows how much Microsoft like just I d- doesn't care. They just want they want the deal to happen, and yeah, they don't think, see they don't see Call of Duty in the same way that everyone else does. I think this is this is slowly turning into a harsh reality for uh, whoever got paid by Sony at the FTC, Sony themselves, mm-hmm. and everybody else who we've already had the EU literally say no, that didn't happen. Yep. So it's, that's already like my favorite story of the entire thing, is that Europe went shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, followed by now this one where they're like, oh well, we're worried about it being on subscription services. Okay, you can put it on your subscription service. That's not what we meant. It's like no, 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 no. <laughs> Whatever you have a problem with, I will just solve it in the next sentence I say. Yep. Try me again. <clears throat> Sony is uh, the king of of the moving goalpost. But the worst part is, is they're moving. They're, they don't. They moved the goalpost, but didn't move their goalie. Yeah. So they're like, all right, the goalie is still standing there. They move the goalpost from behind the goalie now to over there, and Microsoft just scored again. They're like, you can't do that, and they're like, then you that's guys. The, that's get, the goal. You guys got to get better at this because this is terrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen when the FTC doesn't want to budge. Because, like, then if it ends up in courts, FTC is screwed, I would think. Logically. Logically, that would be the case. We've done everything everything they've complained about. We've offered Mm -hmm. solution. But the problem is now we're in government. Yeah. (laughs) Government reality. Now now we're into who can pay who. Yeah. I don't know. Silly. It is very silly. Sony needs to like uh 
if they put this much effort into like expanding, making more good games, the it, amount of money they've put into trying to stop one acquisition from happening, that what they'll say is, well, the reason we have to make Last of Us remake again is because we didn't have any more money or ideas, is because you spent all your time doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Bastards. Or do we have that Last of Us news in here? You put that in. Please tell yes. Me that. Uh, which one? The th- the what they're working on? Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, we'll talk about that bullshit when we get there. Number two. Apple is reportedly planning to allow third-party app stores on iOS in its next major software update. According, according to Bloomberg, the move is being encouraged by the EU's new Digital Markets Act, which seeks to ban large platform holders from gatekeeping software on their devices. The new rule says that users must be allowed to install and use third-party apps as well as be able to sideload software by downloading directly, something Apple has historically not permitted on its hardware. This will also give developers the option of which app store to release products on, which could mean circumnavigating Apple's 30% app store cut. Companies have until March 6, 2024 to comply with the rule. Bloomberg reported that Apple is still considering mandating certain security requirements, which includes verification on external apps and potential fees. It is also still undecided on whether to allow third-party payment systems, a move that led to a complex lawsuit between Apple and Epic Games last year. Uh, An investigation is also underway in the UK regarding Apple and Google's ability to restrict cloud gaming across mobile devices. There's a a feeling of reckoning in the air. Mm, Smell that? Smells like lawsuits and problems. It's all coming together now. Between the the cord stuff, the port stuff, the app store stuff, and payments, and now cloud, the cloud stuff as well. It's like it's partially like the. the uh, this is probably wrong. Cause somebody would argue with me about it, but it's probably just the air of like Europe as a whole just being sick of Apple's shit. And it's not just Apple. Yeah, but it's a lot of everybody's shit where they're like, no, there's no reason you can tell me I need eighty five phone chargers. There's no reason. Stop it. And so that's how that one happened. And now they're to this one where they're like, some either some official somewhere is like, what do you mean I can't just get this? Yeah. And it's like, well, we have to go by this or this. And it's like, no. Sorry. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. I would like a iCloud alternative. I mean, they exist, but I know what you mean. Yeah. On the iPhone. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of uh, Apple asking me to pay more money a month for more iCloud space so I can back up my phone. But then if you turn it off, you you lose features. It's kind of a weird catch-22 they got going on there. It's the old uh, MM, free MMO problem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, that'd be a real shame if all of a sudden you stop paying and you lose all these features. Yeah. Lost, yeah. lost all these. Exactly. I can't speak proper English. That's all right. I know do the talk. We're good. You're in good company. I'm in company. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Another lovely company, Amazon Games, has signed an agreement. The theme of this week's episode is Amazon signing things. That oh, seems to be right. the thing. All right. It might not be like an obvious thing, but they 
they did a lot this week. So weird. Anyway, so they do a lot while also simultaneously doing nothing. Yes, that's ah. a spot on. Mm. <laughs> Love these weeks. Those are my favorite ones to talk about. Uh, Amazon Games has signed an agreement with Crystal Dynamics for its next Tomb Raider game. The next adventure of Laura Croft will be a multi-format, single-player narrative game built using Unreal Engine 5. It is in early development. Amazon said it is working with the developer from the ground up to bring their vision to life from development all the way through publishing. It's the biggest external signing yet for Amazon, which also operates three internal studios in Montreal, San Diego, and Orange County, which is the developer of New World. Uh, the company worked with Smilegate RPG to release Lost Ark in February and announced a publishing deal with Bandai Namco for its online RPG Blue Protocol during the Game Awards. Amazon is also publishing a new IP from developers Disruptive Games and Glowmade. Both studios are creating online multiplayer games. They uh, they seem to be getting a lot of publishing deals. Which I think is, we agreed back in the day. Yes. That's what they should do. Yes. Someone from Amazon listening to this podcast, clearly. I have many millions of dollars of ideas for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. For whichever you've already enacted. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> probably were in planning stages well before we said anything. But we're going to take the win. I'm, I'm all about taking wins. Yeah. Take them where I can get them. And when you don't have many, you hang on to the ones you do have. Exactly. Even if they're not real. Like my girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four. Several. Oh, God, I hate these people. Several members of Congress have penned a letter to ask top game companies how they are addressing extremism. As reported by Axios, the inquiry will be sent to gaming firms such as Activision Blizzard, Electronic Arts, and Sony. The legislator's letter has been attributed to the Anti-Defamation League's New Hate and Harassment in Online Gaming Report, which was released last week. The survey found that exposure to white supremacist ideologies and identity-based harassment is increasing in online games. Axios says the Congress inquiry will request details such as what systems are in place to fight extremism and data on disciplinary actions taken against players for violations. Ooh, boy. Interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a battle that never ends. For sure, for sure. I, it is interesting. Um, could Nothing could happen. There could be ramifications down the road. You never know. Because it's Congress. And I'm sure but when they need... it's also like, okay, you go after those three, you know, things specifically. Or three people that release mm-hmm. name anyway. It's whack-a-mole is what it is. It's whack-a-mole, but also, it, it's, I don't know what they do. Like, other than typical, like, uh, chat logs and, you know, whatever, where they just yank things based on specific words and rely well, on user reports to ban people and yada yada. This is the classic American way of doing things. Let's treat the symptom and not the problem. Uh, sure, sure, sure. But, like, when you get through all of that and you whack out, you know, however many bands a month or whatever mm-hmm. for for that specifically versus other things. Okay. How do you stop it from coming back or how do you blow it? It's like the the best way, which is the worst way, the easiest way to solve the solution. What? The easy- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the easiest way to solve the problem is not the best solution 
but it is to just turn off all chat features. Mm -hmm. Don't let chat exist. Okay. That eliminates a bunch of it. At least within your game, if you're looking at like getting fined by the FTC Mm -hmm. or FCC, whatever. You go, oh, they just literally can't talk to each other inside of our games. It's not our problem. Whatever they're saying in Discord is now Discord's problem. It's like, it's a real move in the goalpost, but it's the way to move the goalpost and literally go, not my goal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even play on this team. <laughs> I don't even go here. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's... Does that spawn a it's, new issue? Yes, but yeah, yeah, it makes it not your problem. I mean, this to me is just like lip service because they don't want to deal with the actual, like, problem. The fact that they're probably the people that are asking the question are the problem? Yes. <clears throat> yep. Berdoodles. On to other things we can make fun of. <laughs> Following the launch of Need for Speed Unbound, Criterion. Just stop there. Yeah. It's a joke. What's, uh, the, cri- rest of, what's the story? <laughs> <laughs> Criterion has seen an exodus. Uh, Matt Webster, VP and GM of Criterion, has left the studio. Webster has been with Criterion for over 23 years and has been working for EA since 1990. Also departing is executive producer Pete Lake, who first joined Criterion back in 1996 as an artist. He leaves alongside senior technical director Andre Shires, a 16-year veteran. Head of studio development Alan McDermott is also moving on after 17 years with EA. While Steve Uphill, head of content, <laughs> oh, what a great last name! <laughs> head of content leaves following his latest ten-year stint with the developer. All five have left to quote explore new opportunities outside of EA. End quote. Uh, surprising? I guess not. Not surprising. I haven't even seen clips of this game getting posted. No, because it's even terrible. when games even when games come out, I'm only... not interested in. I usually will still see like a clip from a random streamer, like mm-hmm. show up on Twitter of like, oh, based on people you follow or something like that. Nope, I've only seen videos and stuff of it for people using it for memes or making fun of it. I haven't even seen that. So that's the if, other. If we don't count the one Jimmy Broadband thing I saw. Yeah. Um, the other Bungie is still. Uh, people are still dipping out of Bungie as well. I didn't, it wasn't super relevant. Like I didn't, I'm not, I haven't been putting them in, but like every week there's been another person leaving Bungie. So. Bungie who are still waiting for the cyberpunk destiny DLC to come out. Not directly, oh, yeah. not directly cyberpunk, but you know. Oh yeah. I don't know what it is with like, God. whoever's running EA's racing division needs to like run it. To, they need to leave. Yes, true. Again, person at Amazon, if you're <laughs> listening, purchase EA, fire that person, hire us. Yeah. We will run a racing division for you like the world has not seen. You want to rival? Honestly, Amazon, you want to get, you want to be instantly top dog, a top dog in video games? Buy EA, buy Ubisoft. Buy both of them. Call them EA Soft. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then hire Matt and I as lead of both of them. Yves Guimont can retire into the 
French countryside. French? French countryside. Uh, And Matt and I will run EA Soft together. Yeah. And you will actually see a return Mm. when him and I lead projects that make sense. Splinter Cell's back. Division is getting reforked. Yep. Rainbow Six, you're getting a new one. Well, I don't know what it is yet. Ghost Recon, we got to talk. <laughs> you're going away for a little while. Uh, Assassin's Creed. We're gonna Ooh, keep, boy. We can, we can keep going down the path you think you're going down, but we're fleshing this out. Yeah. And we're not talking about 95 releases anymore. You're, we're immediately being like, there's three years between release, releases at least. They're like, no, it doesn't take that long to develop. You're taking three years. And if you take a day less than three years, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> now you, EA, this FIFA thing? Or, what, sorry, this EA soccer or EA football, whatever you're calling it now? Fix it. Madden, you're dumb. I'm looking at you too. Both of you. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Racing division. Actually, you know what? You two kind of just print money. I'll I'll deal with you in a minute. <laughs> That'd be more like FIFA. You're d- done. You know, you're done. You're done. You lost your privilege with soccer. We're buying the football manager developer, and that's it. It's all. No, no backlip. No, I'd literally be like, see what you're doing. I don't like it. <laughs> I like some of it. I don't like all of it. We got to change how you do things. We got to make it more friendly. I have I have ideas. Madden, same thing. Both of you, as far as I'm concerned, get rid of contracts in your ultimate team. They don't need to be there. Stop that. <laughs> That's really all I kind of have. I'll come back to you eventually. Racing division, we have problems. <laughs> we bought Codemasters. Codemasters, nice to see you here. Really happy for you. Uh, what do they have you working on right now? Oh, whole lot of nothing. Oh, they canceled all your series. Okay, all right. Uh... You guys want to bring back Project Cars? Like, what do you think you want to do? Because I like what you do. You tell me. Well, we'd like to have the Need for Speed series. Done. Criterion, what are you doing now? I just gave them your game. What do you want? We kind of want to help them. Okay. You guys are all now Codemasters. Criterion answers to Codemasters. Criterion doesn't exist. HR! (laughs) Just merging teams. (laughs) Just... Um. There, problem solved. Uh, it would work. I'd yeah. walk in there with a three-year plan to release one game mm-hmm. across all 35 of my properties. Yeah. And go, listen, it's going to take me a bit to fix this. But once we're in a, pr- in a process, in a place, I have ideas. Skull and Bones is canceled. <laughs> Just so we're clear. You know what? Everything you're working on canceled. Actually, you know what? No, Skull and Bones is now released. It's not even canceled. That's that's worse punishment for you. It is released as of tomorrow. Find a way to make the servers go live. I'm calling HBO and we're canceling the show. I don't know who made that deal. Who's You'll the, always look at this who, game as a monument to your failure. Who made that deal? You? You're fired. <laughs> uh. Oh man! And, and before I realize, I just don't have any of this power, and I'm just I'm I'm just the janitor in the office. <laughs> you you fired too many people. Yeah, it's like good news. EA got bought. EA and Ubisoft got bought by Amazon. 
Better news. They're on a hiring spree. Bad news. Don't look at the bad news. It's because I fired everybody. (laughs) After nearly 10 years, number six, uh, John Carmack's time helping to guide VR hardware efforts at Meta and Oculus before that have come to a close. The id Software co-founder and Doom co-creator officially left Meta on Friday night, according to an internal company memo obtained by Insider and confirmed by the New York Times. Carmack's departure message serves as a scathing indictment of crippling inefficiency at Meta that he said he was offended by. Quote, we have a ridiculous amount of people and resources, but we are constantly, but we constantly self-sabotage and squander effort. There is no way to sugarcoat this. I think our organization is operating at half the effectiveness that would make me happy, end quote. Uh, More personally, Carmack complained that it has been a struggle for him to influence Meta's overall direction and that he's wearied of the fight. Despite his high-ranking consulting CTO executive advisor title, Carmack complained that he is evidently not persuasive enough to to change Meta VR's efforts for the better. Back in late 2021, Carmack also had some words of warning as Meta pivoted towards the idea of the metaverse. Carmack said we should be wary of architecture astronauts who do a lot of high-level and hand-waving instead of building viable products that customers find useful. I can't read. I love that uh, he left and just mic dropped on the way out. Like it, the whole memo was just him shitting on Meta, basically being like, "These, this is a f- shit show." <laughs> hey, uh, I don't work here anymore, and they have no fucking idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, depending on what he does, I see this as kind of like, if if he doesn't go on to like do anything else with VR, I think this is very much going to be like the end of an era. Yeah, or if he goes to a competitor, I mean, hopefully he goes to a competitor. Ideally, you know what the best thing for um, VR as an ecosystem would be, probably? If you went to Valve. Yeah, it would be interesting. Valve or... Um, I don't know. There's a few new headsets that are like interesting, but they're too expensive. There's like a Pixio or something that's pretty interesting, but it's it's like hyper expensive. Send them to PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation wouldn't be a bad one. Just to let But them... honestly... I don't know. I don't know how he would do making games like for VR because he seems to be more of a hardware guy right now. But yeah, but I think he could also improve their hardware. Yeah, I think. But Valve would be the probably the the best like independent of console choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, HTC is apparently going uh, going to announce a uh, Meta Quest competitor. Interesting. In a week or two. Which it does need and a John competitor. Carmack going to HTC. <laughs> yeah. That's the competitor. <laughs> they just hired him. Uh, Meta would be like, fuck. Um, all right. Let's get into some interesting news. Interesting. Number seven. Chris Metzen has returned to Blizzard Entertainment to work on Warcraft. Before his 2016 departure, he had a 22-year stint at the company and previously served as Senior Vice President of Creative Development. John Height, is that how you say that? Do you know? I believe so, yes. Okay. John Height, Senior Vice President and General Manager of the Warcraft series, announced Metzen's comeback on Twitter. Quote, it is with great joy that I announce Chris Metzen has joined the Warcraft leadership team as Creative Advisor. 
Chris's focus initially will be on World of Warcraft. Then his work will expand to other projects across this growing franchise, end quote. Back in 2018, Metzen co-founded Warchief Gaming, a tabletop gaming club and studio. Um, thoughts? Immediate thoughts, good things. Uh, the bad things are easier to talk about, so let's talk about the bad things. Okay. The potential bad thing is they were doing a whole lot of like removing the old guard and yada, 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 mm-hmm. and going through all their allegation stuff. Mm-hmm. And for my understanding, medicine was cleared in it, but I don't a hundred percent know like mm-hmm. how that'll affect people that are there. Okay. From a fan perspective, ig- that ignoring that mm-hmm. the potential, which, you know, which is hard to do. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm just brushing it aside. But you know, I had I, mean? I, I just was, I'll say on that subject real quick. I had similar thoughts, and I I kind of feel like the whole creative advisor might have been a strategic choice to say like. He's not here. He's advising. Yes. And that, that's where part of that is for me. Mm-hmm. Also, at least as far as Warcraft is concerned, the moment he left post-Legion, it became very clear they did not know what to do. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, it became very abundant over the last two expansions that they, like, they don't have a did not have a, a vision that was cohesive and made sense. Because you get to a point where you're going through things and like playing the game and reading and like watching what the choices they're making. You're like, I don't under none of this makes sense. Why you would do this, where this came from, the big baddie, all you know. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, did other ones? Not necessarily, but like... 
the, I'm, the I'm last wondering... two were some of the two like worst, at least story wise, where he lived in that universe essentially and like, mm-hmm. guided it in a way that I could almost watch him coming back in and going, "What the fuck were you guys doing?" Yeah, like, well, we thought it would be fun to do this or this, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. Like that could have happened, but you had to give it another ten years, like you know incubators and everything else and i i kind of think like this is not not directly related to this story but it's kind of like some things that have happened in the world recently as far as entertainment goes that makes me think this but i it's almost like people are like the success of the whole idea of the marvel cinematic universe like i feel like the big takeaway that people are noticing in these companies recently is that like there's a lot to be gained from having a person who is controlling who is the your, vision. Who is, yeah, who is your, this is the universe as I see it, and mm-hmm. I am the keeper. Yeah. Type. Like, even though they might not, like, see it that way, like, they might not be that arrogant as I would be. To yeah. But possess it that way. But it's like, you have the one vision, and they know how all the puzzle pieces fit together, and they make it coherent to show the puzzle to somebody else, but they are building it themselves mm-hmm. type of thing. Not, let's have yeah. 85 people hold on to a bunch of different pieces and then have to all talk to you about how they all work together. Yeah. Which, obviously, MMOs, and specifically, wow, because it has such a long lineage, like, could benefit from something like that big yeah. time. No, it's, I, I'm, we got, you, you remember, like, when all the Blizzard stuff started going down, and then Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard and all that, like, trying to, at least, we were getting jazzed about the possibilities of the future. And, um, I don't know, it's been nice, like, I feel like Blizzard, as far as the, like wow specifically but blizzard as a whole as far as game making games goes it seems like they're making a lot of what seem like good decisions so we'll see we'll see mm-hmm. there's i mean i know that there's some that people don't agree with there's there's definitely practices i don't agree with in the games but like mm-hmm. so far the majority of them i'm like yeah yeah it makes sense i mean d4 is their next test yeah i guess that'll be the one that's like uh that'll be uh that'll show what yeah. they've done can't really God screw damn. that up or else you're gonna get those cinematics so good it's true they do make very pretty cinematics let's go now to number eight which some franchises are making their way to live action via film and tv series uh starting with hideo kojima's 2019 adventure title death stranding is receiving a film adaptation as reported by Deadline, Kojima's Productions and Hammerstone Studios will develop and produce the movie. According to the report, the plot will introduce new elements and characters to the Death Stranding universe. It is clearly unclear whether the existing characters will be played by the same actors seen in the game. Which, I feel like it would be weird if they weren't. No I was going to say, if you don't, what the fuck are you doing? After, after you purposely get actors to play them in the game, how do you not get the same actors to then play them on the stage? Yeah. Like it's one thing if you obviously have a, like, if you had Norman Reedus just voice somebody and you mm. didn't get the, okay, the Joel and Ellie problem. Yep. But no, you had, literally, you put Guillermo del Toro and Norman Reedus and <laughs> Mads, Mickelson, like, all of them in the game. 
I don't. I'm kind of. This scares me a little bit. Kojima making a movie. Seven hours. The theater. The theater pauses it halfway through to hit the bathroom break. Legitimately, how long do you think the movie will be? Three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Okay. If I, is, I if was going to say allowed to go full Kojima. If he's allowed, I was going to say three fifteen. That was what I was thinking. Yep, we're in the same ballpark. Following early rumors, Amazon Prime Video confirmed to have ordered a God of War TV series featuring the Wheel of Time's Rafe Judkins, uh, Judkins, Judkins, as the showrunner, and Mark Fergus and Hawk Otsby, known for Children of Men, Iron Man, and The Expanse, as the adaptations writers and producers. Um, Thoughts that that's where uh, uh, Corey has been spending his time. Maybe. I I don't know if I necessarily like the idea of a God of War TV series. Depend, seeing how they said it's going to be in the Norse one, that's where I'm like, It doesn't seem like a wise choice. And well, it seems like you could do it, but like, what lore are you talking about? Like, We've kind of already, yeah, and especially, especially with how, you know, like, it's just the logistics of it. Like, how, what are you going to cover? Who's going to play these characters? Who's playing Kratos? Yeah, because now that's a you, pretty like that's a pretty big cast. deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty big deal, especially when you had the easy option of of going back to Greece and and doing some of the Greece stuff. Yeah, it's been long enough. Yeah, because then you could have. You could have recovered that terror, that stuff, not had to remaster any games, but get the story out there again, and it wouldn't be as hard to cast because you're removed from what we all know of as Kratos right now. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'll still be interesting. I'm sure. It'd also be interesting if they just ignored Kratos. Then did something else? They do the old, it's God of War, but he doesn't show up until the end. Maybe it's God of War and it's going to be Norse, but you will just be following Tyr around. You're following the dwarves the entire time? Yeah. Or, or yeah, the dwarves. Or or literally, well, that would be the the twist, would be it's Him, God of he, War, but we're following Tyr because in, in Norse mythology, he's the it, God of War. Yeah. Or God of War, but you're, you are following the dwarves. Mm-hmm. And all you see is Kratos pop in and out, or you hear his voice as they're like talking to him, but they're looking off screen clearly mm-hmm. at something. And all you see is like usually the back of him walking away, and yeah. there's no. It's like, oh man, he's going off to save the world again. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? Every time he just comes here and he just leaves again, and he's just <laughs> murmuring to himself, "I don't know what he's on about." Like <laughs> just that type of what the fuck's he always do to the axe? It's always so dull. Like just every time we get this thing back. <laughs> Uh, Amazon Studios has secured global rights to the Warhammer 40K from Games Workshop. For Henry Cavill to star in and executive produce the franchise across all Amazon Studio productions. The agreement encompasses rights to the universe across TV series, film, and likely games and animation. On Instagram, Henry Cavill said, For 30 years I have dreamt of seeing a Warhammer universe in live action. Now, after 22 years of experience in this industry, I finally feel that I have the skill set and experience to guide a Warhammer cinematic universe into life. Partnering with Natalie Viscuso at uh, Vertigo has been a blessing beyond words. Without her, we might not have found the perfect home at Amazon. And having a home like Amazon will give us the freedom to be true to the massive scope of Warhammer. To all of you Warhammer fans out there, I promise to respect this IP that we love. 
I promise to bring you something familiar, and I endeavor to bring you something fantastic that is, as of yet, unseen. Our first steps are to find our filmmaker, creator, writer. Watch this space, my friends, for the Emperor. Um, A nerd, actor, nerd, running it. I'm genuinely, I have no, I know what Warhammer 40k is. Yep. And that is it. Yep. So I won't be, like, we won't be a good judge of of it, but I'm genuinely curious based on his past experiences with The Witcher and, and all that yeah. good stuff. The Witcher, it was looking the, like a rough week for him initially. Yeah, The Witcher where he's like, you're not following the source material, and they almost basically went, what source material? And they're like, <laughs> and then he's like, "That's it, I'm out." Yeah. Uh, and then there was the they Superman. wrote books on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, and then the Superman news came out where he's out as Superman as well. And I was like, "Oh, rough week for Henry Cavill." Yeah. I, then I was just like, "Give me my Arthas." Yeah. Yep. And then he was like, "Psych." Which 40k? I'm like, okay. Yeah. You listen. If he says, "Hey, I'm doing nerddom," I mm-hmm. go, "Okay." Yeah. All right. It makes me, I'm happy for him, obviously. Makes me a little sad because of the missed opportunities I feel like we're going to have now. Like, you know, he, he would have been a great, I've seen the stuff on Reddit. He would have been seen amazing the, Arthas, but let's be fair. Mm-hmm. That was never going to happen. No. Blizzard got burned with their original movie, mm-hmm. and they were never going to do another one, is, I think is what they're feeling. I, well, not never. I'm still holding out hope of, for Mass Effect. but The likelihood of them doing another one mm-hmm. is unbelievably small. And honestly, but, if given the option of, all right, so you're Blizzard and you want to try to make a new movie, you know, if if the options were live action Henry Cavill as Arthas or let's do a cinematic, like, uh, let's let's just do what we know and we'll just make a movie. I'm going to say do what you know and make the movie because you make pretty fucking epic uh, cinematic shit. So that's my, my opinion. What do you, you're, you look like you're struggling over there. I am because, <laughs> because you're, you're objectively correct. Mm-hmm. The cinematic one would be the better immediate, like yeah, the base for both of them. The cinematic base is higher. The ceiling for Arthas of Henry Cavill, though, is it's higher. Cool. Oh, yeah. It's... Them doing that right. Them, I would love to see, even if they didn't make the movie, which would be, a, this would be a blue balls of all blue balls. If they didn't make the movie, but they reshot the Wrath of the Lich King trailer cinematic mm-hmm. with Cavill playing Arthas, you would have everybody lose their mind. It's true. It would just people would be like, we're doing it. And then just never, yeah, say, I never mean, mention it again. I mean, if they did it, if they did it, you know, if they did it right, practical effects where they could, all real, like. You'd have. Not green screen, like, <laughs> like the you, other. You'd have less of the original problem because the majority of Arthas's story minus some. Like, when you get to the actual undead Arthas part, mm-hmm. though, it would be, essentially, it'd be, like, the making of the Lich King. Mm-hmm. So, that wouldn't be towards, like, the real end of it, where then you'd be a lot more CGI because of zombies and skeletons and all this stuff. Yeah. But the majority of the beginning is humans. Mm-hmm. Humans and dwarves. Like, hey, Amazon did it. You can do it. Like, 
Yeah, so the other thing kicking around with Henry Cavill has been a lot of people, the whole Mass Effect thing. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember that. The, the end seven day. Well, that and him reading, reading the, the script, yeah, 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 or book or whatever. Um, The one thing I saw suggested was, which I really like the idea of, because everyone, immediately everyone's like, oh, Commander Shepard, Commander Shepard. I think that's a bad idea. Okay. Throwing that right, out there. Because right. the whole idea of Shepard is you play the Shepard that you want it to be. So right, like, right. all the people who think of Fem Shep are immediately going to be upset. Him playing as Admiral Hackett during the first contact war. So that's pre-Mass Effect. And I, you probably don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> Admiral Hackett, <laughs> he's older guy. He's talking to a wall now. <laughs> older guy. Okay. You know, he's an admiral. He's he's kind of like a mentor, mentor to Shepard, sort of. You know, a young version of him going through the first contact war. That's where it's at. Not going to happen, but, you know, pie in the sky. Anyways, number nine. Splinter Cell movie. Careful. Where he's, where he's uh, Sam Fisher? Yeah. I mean, see, that's the problem with Henry Cavill. I know. He's, you you he, can he, just he, fucking insert him anywhere. You're like, well, it's great. Because, <laughs> like, you, like, I don't know. What what would be a bad movie? To, let's let's try to think of a bad movie to put Henry Cavill in. Uh, like, a bad video game movie to put him in? Yeah. <laughs> Need for speed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, the counter makes everything bad. <laughs> I mean, they had the movie. It was terrible. Yeah. And putting him in, it doesn't make it good. That's true. Uh, all right, number nine. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it'd be right. What does? Well, no, because it was, uh, it was, what's his, it was Magneto. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Bender. He's got a Lama series on YouTube right now. Yeah. He Apparently does. he's racing with Porsche. But also, like, that movie wasn't good. No. Yeah, but those franchises, I wouldn't like. Hitman doesn't fit that for him. He could though if he shaved his head and everything like that. You don't want him to shave his head though. You want well, no, he's locks. got luscious hair. That's why you want him. That's why you want him to Sam Fisher. So he could he, do it. He has the sweet goggles, but he's also wearing a black turtleneck, and you're kind of like, "All right, man, crush me." Yeah, but then it's like, "Are you Archer?" That's that's <laughs> the whole joke of Archer. Is that Sam Fisher? Yeah, <laughs> or any other you know Sam Fisher mixed with Bond? Yeah, they're all the same. They're all the same. That's why he when he played uh I want to say Bridge of Spies. That's not it though. What's the isn't it the spy movie that he's with not Fastbender in with uh Oh with uh what's his face? Uh the Man from Uncle. Yeah, Man from Uncle. That's a great fucking movie. Yeah. Such a good movie. He's already done it once, just have him do it again. <laughs> Except this time it's in a game universe. That'd be good. All right, number nine, rumors and leaks. Um, Assassin's Creed Jade, the first uh, open-world franchise installment geared towards mobile devices, has had a gameplay video leak appear on Reddit. Did you watch it? Absolutely not. I did. Oh, boy. And if it came out on PC, I would play it. Yeah, oh, what? what? Because here's the thing that I've come to realize with Ubisoft. If they stopped tripping over their own fucking feet and just made simple games <laughs> they're good it's kind of like the uh immortal phoenix rising thing oh okay you know they it's essentially stripped away the complication it's a simple straightforward game and it was 
had good gameplay. It was good to look at. It was fun to play. And that's essentially what this looks like. It looks like what it looks like, because obviously it's a mobile game, Assassin's Creed uh, on rails, like running, you know, temple run kind of, but not really. <laughs> it's on rails. Like it's, it's a, it's linear and it's almost like a, like a kind of like a hack and slash adventure thing. Oh, okay. And I was like, this is, this looks like it would be good. Like just a simple, like just chill. Yeah. Just like kind of a chill. And I was like, oh, this is not bad. And it looks good. Surprisingly. Uh, Guerrilla Games has confirmed the existence of Horizon Online, which leaked from a job listing. A little little synopsis here. Quote, uh, featuring a new cast of characters in a unique stylized look, friends will be able to explore the majestic wilds of Horizon together. End quote. So we have a um, live service uh, multiplayer horizon coming i don't know if i like that i like the idea of it but sure i that okay that sentiment i like the idea but based on what they've done with the first two games how does it not just turn into like kind of a monster hunter sure which i i'm not a fan of to be clear i'd be okay with it turning into a monster hunter kind of thing but they went so insane with trying to customize things in two that I worry that they would make it unplayable in a single player scenario. Mm-hmm. Like the the crux of a good multiplayer game is you can play it solo or you can play it with people and playing with people will, yes, speed it up and give you more like fun interactions, but you can do it solo. And I have a bad feeling that there you can do it solo will be like, oh, it takes you six months now to craft something instead of like. Yeah. They did make it seem like it was going to be, you know, like, oh, it's going to be story driven and all this and that. And I'm just like, I, I, I. Obviously, I like the idea of it, but I always am skeptical because like no one has ever been able to do it right. Right. Um, according to Microsoft Insider Jez Corden, one of the issues Fable has faced was Microsoft's insistence that their games be developed using custom in-house engines where possible, rather than something like Unreal Engine 5. I do think that's an interesting thought, because that was clearly a bungee issue with Halo. And I'm not saying that's Microsoft's fault because we all know Bungie. And I, if if someone were to ask me, I would assume that Bungie were the ones who were like, no, we'd rather build an in-house engine. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting thought just because of what we've seen with EA and Ubisoft. And I don't know, there's probably another, a bunch of other examples. How like once... Once entities get to a certain size, they all like they seem to all get fixated on using their own in-house solutions to things. Yeah. So it would be interesting to find out if that was the case with Microsoft or not. Blue Point Games are teasing their new project that will supposedly launch in 2023. They sneakily inserted a tease into a holiday greeting artwork. The artwork has four presents. Three presents are unwrapped and showcase a sword, which is Wanda from Shadow 
of the Colossus. I didn't know that that was their name or whoever's name that was. Uh, a shield, which is a reference to Demon Souls remake, and an axe, which is a reference to God of War, all of which have been their previous projects. One of the presents is still wrapped and is sitting under the Christmas tree. So, like, I guess that's a tease. I don't know. Well, uh, it would imply you have one more to go. Yeah, I guess. But like, what? Give us a hint to what it is, you fuckers. That's not how gifts work, man. I don't give a shit. That's how I want it to work. Tell me what. Tell me what the fuck you're working on. And if it's uncharted, I'm burning this place down. Anyways, via Tom Henderson. Quote, small update on the PlayStation 5 that has a detachable disk drive. I've heard from two people now that the test kit is in people's hands and it works flawlessly. End quote. Um, I guess the idea there, because he did go on a little bit further about it. I guess the idea is to simplify the manufacturing process so they're only making one PlayStation. Oh, interesting. Uh, we've saved the worst for last. Um, this is a rumor. I want to make that clear. Naughty Dog is working on The Last of Us Part 3, and the game is already in production under Neil Druckmann. How surprised are you on a scale of negative 7,000 to 2? Listen, I don't want to say I'm not surprised, but I'm just disappointed. Good man. (laughs) I'm just disappointed. I just was hoping for something different. I was hoping for something different solely for the reason. There's one reason. One big reason. Is it The Last of Us? The Last of Us remake? The Last of Us Part 1? Is there another one? Are we doing... Are they doing some sort of... Is Part 1 the next-gen update? Are they doing a next-gen update? I don't know how this works. I don't remember. Well, there was, but the, then last, there was the Last of Us. There was The Last of Us remake. Yeah. Then there was The Last of Us Part 2. Then there was The Last of Us Part 1. Yeah. Remaster. Or remake. Yes. And now there's supposed to be the joke would be that when they whenever Sony does the new PS5, there would be The Last of Us 2 remake or remaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on the PS6 would be The Last of Us 2 remake. Yeah. Um but no, my joke my joke and the reason I don't want it or that I didn't think it was going to happen or whatever that I'm angry is because they did their whole speech at the end of 2 where they're like that's the end, you know, we don't have yeah. any. And I was like just don't ever finite anything. Don't say we don't know. You know, we you know we have ideas that we could potentially go to like a third one with, but we don't know what you know. We gotta talk to Sony and see what they want to do. Yeah, like that would be a fine thing. And then even if you never ended up doing it, be like, yep, they just didn't. You know, we didn't didn't come to agreement on how we wanted to proceed, so we're just kind of in an impasse at the moment. But with how two ended, you knew three was coming. There was no way that they weren't making a three. It makes too much money. Yeah. And they didn't end two the way I wanted them to, which would have been with a bang. <laughs> I feel like that would have been like... That would have been such an ending. Yeah, it would have been perfect for for The Last of Us and the story they were going for and stuff like that. It would have been perfect. Yeah. But now, like... Other than their whole thing What's going like... to annoy me is the, the first time we... I said it in our our Snapchat group. The first time we hear someone from Naughty Dog go, well, we didn't want to make another one, but we just had that, uh, such a good idea. Because they said the same fucking thing about part two. Yeah. It's like, no, don't stop. It's like any time you guys could just stop lying. We know how money works. Yeah. No one is stupid. 
when it comes to I like money. Anyway, let's do let's talk about some short things. The Game Awards had 103 million viewers this year, compared to 85 million last year, and 1.9 million in 2014, which was the first year it aired. Quite the growth. It's a lot of numbers. That's a lot of numbers. Though a lot of people. They're, to be fair, uh, Steam Deck's every minute this year, so... And we did have Christopher Judge taking 85 years to talk. True, true. And I didn't Pacino, get, I didn't get a Steam Deck. Al Pacino, who's just happy to be there. That. He was. He was happy there. Sweet old man. Mm-hmm. He just kind of embodies you of like a lost grandfather. Yeah. Like, I don't, honestly, I don't know what I'm doing up here. I mean, it's better than the Clint Eastwood route. Because yeah, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. He's getting, he's getting a little crazy. Uh, number two, a class action lawsuit against Epic Games is moving forward in Canadia. The plaintiffs claim that Epic Games knowingly created Fortnite to be as addictive as possible. Interesting argument. Oh, I wonder if a powerful Epic... vibrator on your phone. Yeah, that's why it's, not, that's why it's in my crotch. Oh. Okay. Uh, I don't kink shame. Not... Okay, <laughs> is that even kinky? Uh, it would be funny if Epic just showed up to the court case and went, yeah, obviously. That's <laughs> how people make money. Get away from me. Yeah. Number three. Riot Games has filed multiple lawsuits against Chinese publisher NetEase, alleging that its mobile shooter Hyperfront infringes on the copyright of its own title, Valorant. Hopefully that lawsuit's not in China, in which case, get screwed. <laughs> get fucked. Uh, number four. Well, then, though, Riot Games is owned by Tencent, so this will be interesting. China versus China. Hmm. Who has more money? I can't wait for Yakuza 8. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, mobile games from Playtika is... Oh, sorry. Mobile games firm Playtika is expected to lay off more than 600 employees. Their CEO says the decision is to balance teams, wind down non-core initiatives, and consolidate studios for more efficiency. What if um? What if Tencent just buys... Um, Netties, Netties, like Hush, Hush Child, Hush. That I mean, that'd be a slap down of a move. That would be. It'd be like Microsoft just buying Sony so they shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that going through the FTC when they're like, <laughs> they'd just be like, no, all right, this one we have to say no. <laughs> I would love that as their like final card while they're all in the room together having like this court hearing and they're like we've offered them everything and they don't want it and FTC's like I know but all right fine we'll buy them and then Sony just goes whoa hey hey <laughs> <laughs> number five Sonic Frontiers has sold two point five million units as of December twelfth it's more than I would have thought that's that's true. <laughs> Number six, RuneScape maker Jagex has re- acquired Gamepires, the Croatian studio best known for open-world survival game Scum. Jagex aims to help Gamepires team prepare Scum, which has been in early access since August 2018, for a full 1.0 launch. RuneScape, man. Don't yeah. Think. They got that RuneScape money. That's true. Number seven, Hogwarts Legacy has been half-delayed. The launch on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One has been pushed back until April 4th. The Switch version is delayed even further until July 25th. The PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series versions are still on track for February 10th. At this point, cancel the old ones. Number 8. Take-Two publishing label Private Division has launched the Private Division Development Fund. 
The initiative aims to support smaller studios with mentorship and financing, while Private Division will be assisting independent developers with the fund. Their games will be self-published. Do you want me to do some of these? Eh, no, I'll finish it out. All right. Super Nintendo World US opens on February 17th at Universal Studios Hollywood. Are you going, Matt? Absolutely not. All right, just making sure. I mean, I w- What if there's real-life Mario Kart and you can huck turtle shells at people? Yeah, but it's on the other side of the country. But oh, you can just throw just, turtle shells at people. I mean, that would be fun. Can you imagine just dotting a kid with a turtle shell? And all you see is just him spinning out <laughs> on the track, and then you see a giant explosion in your rear view, and you're like... <laughs> just, the, just the mental image of, like, driving a go-car at speed, and then, like, throwing a literal turtle, turtle shell, shell. <laughs> at someone. Or, uh, like, actually eating a banana and then having to throw the peel behind you and just trying to, like, land on people's goggles. <laughs> The lightning strike one would get real weird. That would be. <laughs> you just electrocute somebody. <laughs> you get hit. And I would love it if you just went through and like you punched a box. Like you're on this track, right? And you just kind of go through and you like make the fake joke is like hit the box and you keep driving. And when if they see you hit the box, they just have somebody standing next to the road that's like randomly searching through a uh, <laughs> a bin, and then they just throw you whatever <laughs> you have. So you just throw it, catch a turtle shell, and you're like, yeah, whatever, throw it behind you or huck it in front of you. <laughs> oh, they man. throw you a cattle prod, you turn it on and just zap the first person you see <laughs> and then toss it off the side. What's it what's the star then? Like it's like PCP or something, or like nitrous? I don't know. Yeah, they activate the nitrous in your cart. Mm, okay. And then when you press that, you all of a sudden get also inflatable bumpers. Mm. And you just bumper ball your way through <laughs> to the front. It's like DRS, but <laughs> Mario Kart. Number 10, Facebook gaming viewership grew by 21% during November. It was the only streaming service that saw growth that month. I, RIP Facebook gaming. I don't understand. Like, I've never even seen Facebook gaming. Like, I've seen it, uh, but you want to know what I don't go on? Facebook? You're a good man. Number 11, Activision Blizzard is collaborating with researchers to develop AI against online abuse. The effort will also be a two-year project which aims to detect harmful user behavior online, and I have a feeling that will get brought up during the the uh, other thing. thing. Yeah. Number 12, Tencent has acquired a 20% stake in Shift Up, the Korean studio behind mobile games Destiny's Child <laughs> <laughs> and Goddess of Victory, Nikkei, as well as the upcoming PlayStation 5 title, Stellar Blade. I'm not fixing that, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Number 13. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 will be released in fall 2023. Cool. Got something to look forward to. Yeah. Massive Entertainment posted to Twitter that they're looking for testers for their Star Wars project, just in case you wanted to test something. Uh, 15. Riot Games has officially joined forces with Xbox Game Pass, and if you link your accounts, you get access to basically everything in Riot's game. Basically. That's a pretty big one. Yeah, oh yeah, it was massive when we when this came up during Summer Game Fest or whatever it was. Yeah. I was like, you people, you, yeah, you people, do not realize how massive this is. Oh yeah, it's a big one. And I was thinking it was going to be like a, I didn't realize how full on it was going to be because it is straight up like, okay, you link your accounts, you have access to all the League of Legends 
champions. Champions or heroes for the fuck they are. Yeah, I think you get all champions. All the Valorant characters. Think, yep, yep. It's it's almost everything. There's bonus stuff in Wild Rift. There's bonus stuff mm-hmm. in uh, TFT. Like, yeah. yeah. Number 16. A second generation of Steam Deck is coming out, but will mostly focus on screen and battery life improvements. Valve intends to keep performance consistent for now. But as there is value in having a single spec for both users and developers. Uh, 17 Valve also wants to make a Steam Controller 2 at some point and are open to working with a third party for it. So, hey, we made one bad decision. Let's do another one. (laughs) Every once in a while, you know, they get on a roll with 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 good hardware. No. It was weird. They played with it once and it was just the the touchpads. The touchpad for Joy-Cons was weird. Or for Joy-Cons for joysticks was awkward. They're on a roll with good hardware, so they're like, ah, we can do another Steam controller. Anyway, what uh, what have you been up to? It's been seven days. Uh, not a, not a thing. Let's see here. Start a new book. Listening to a biography on uh, Curtis LeMay, who is an air, Army Air Force. Uh, general, I think he was a general during World War Two, and the founder of Strategic Air Command post World War Two. Um, what else? Rewatching Band of Brothers, halfway through it. Um, watching anime, Chainsaw Man, it's fantastic. Spy Family, also good. Haven't played any games. Still waiting on my. Uh, I actually had to email the company that I bought a uh, sim chassis from because it's been almost a month and it hasn't shipped. And I don't care, but I just am. I'm just. I'm like, what's going on here? Because uh, my, I bought it on a with a credit card, and my credit cards like they're security crazy. Yeah. So I had to like. You know, they had to call to verify it. And so, it was essentially, the transaction was on hold for, like, two days or so. And um, so, I was like, oh, you know, what's up? We'll see what they say. And Dude, My man is chassis. Yeah, I don't need it right now, but no, I just want to know him. that it's... I sent it to him because I want to see the chaos happen at Christmas week when he has a new chassis and nowhere to put it. Nowhere to put it. I don't have anything else for it either. And the worst part... Is the overlord, my wife, does not know that it's coming and that it's a thing. <laughs> so, oh, that'll be a fun one. Hey, what's this massive box that you ordered? This, Don't worry about it. It's all this aluminum extrusion. Um, what else? <laughs> what else is, uh, what else is new? I don't know. I think that's it. I mean, I, I'm eyeballing this high on life thing. Might, I might try to play that. Hey, for a dollar on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I'd like to play it on on my TV, but would that would take some coercion? Yeah, some coercion. F- yeah, some movement that I don't know if I want to deal with. But yeah, that's it. What are you up to? What have you been up to? World of Warcraft. Doing the old Warcraft. That has been my week. That will be my week for the foreseeable future. Waiting uh, for you to break down and jump into the raid. Well, well, we got time. I know, but, you know, I just... It already almost happened. I don't want to see your skill squandered. I'm all right. I'll your, survive. Your raid skills. 
I gotta find you another guild to inadvertently destroy. <laughs> <laughs> to just walk in like, what's up? It's me. I'm the dead albatross. Hey, how you doing? People be like, fuck. He's here. <laughs> Not this guy again. <laughs> we just got a new guild together. Yeah, all, all uh, it is is they just see me apply and they go, no. no. <laughs> we know what this means. And I just, I'm always just a looming like outside raid instances <laughs> watching people walk in just going, uh, yeah. <laughs> So it's all over for you now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you saw me. <laughs> uh, if you never see me, your guild is safe. That would be great. If you see me, run for the hills. But it's only a matter of time. <laughs> if you see me start sh- start looking for a new guild, because it's, it's inevitable. I'm inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> Just Thanos. I am inevitable. <laughs> Perfectly balanced. Uh, but yeah, nope, just been doing the wild thing. Uh, running dungeons. Gotta run more. Always gotta run more. Can't stop, won't stop. Get it, get it. So yeah, that's about where I'm at. Yeah. And that's I mean, really what's on, got, do, is there any, there's nothing really on the horizon for what's... No. I mean, the cl- the next thing is what, I guess Hogwarts Legacy for games coming out? Uh, Yeah, there's probably some other stuff. Uh, like January, February, that like late February, there's something or is it early? Dead Space. That's that's like January. It's I think it's either right before or right after uh, Hogwarts, and then Breath of the Wild too. Whatever the fucking. Mm-hmm. Are you planning on doing I'm that? Not playing that? No. Okay, absolutely not. But I, I know it's just a lot of people are looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. But that's the uh, first week of March or something like that. So or May, whatever. Any There's thoughts a lot of on uh, Evil remake and what what's going on with your um, thoughts on your computer stuff? Are you still on hold it's on still that? There, just it's always in the back of my mind. I didn't know if the plans were going to be active now that new graphics card generations starting to pop out. There's there's a lot to be said after Christmas happens. Mm-hmm. Then I can settle in and like yeah, kind of figure some stuff out. Then sure, mm-hmm. things might happen and. You know, whatever. But yeah. there's, there's time. Yeah, I'm not pressuring it. I'm pushing. I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I keep an eye out. Every you, day. I don't have a horse in the race. You do. So I'm like, I'm wondering how you he's feeling horse, about you, things. You, you have a horse in the race. I'm just trying to be tangentially, res- not tangentially, but yeah, like, tangentially, yes. But the old vicariously through you horse. Well, that's the, that's the, <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's always it's always the pain of whatever I'm like I don't know and you're like just do it I got I got Matt being Sith Kermit in my ear do it good stuff yep that's all I got then I'm good all right cool it's been seven days it'll be another seven and we shall see ooh no it might not be seven six Matt and I have to talk about that oh Oh, it's Christmas weekend. Uh Uh-huh. Are you traveling? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. We'll figure it out. So uh, you'll hear from us at some point. We will see you then. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.